Can you get your finger in? Hey, not <laughs> easy at my age. This one is, well, it's got a, like a big angry looking beetle on the front and it's from the Sleeping Village Brewing, uh, bought to us by Yup Beer. 8.2% dry hopped Imperial Farmhouse, double gardening. Mm. That's going to give you a bad back, isn't it? Isn't it just? My dog uh, might, might give you a bad head. I just can, can of that. April 2, hang on, hang on, stand by. Mm. This award first on air. Go on then. Actually, that's really good. You, you don't, oh, it's got a bit of a kick to it, but you don't immediately get that really, mm. really strong, slight orange boom or tenant super taste. While I'm sleeping on park benches, this Not for the, the first time, after you've had fish and chips. Yeah, that's true. Don't mention Keswick. Uh, but this actually is very good. Thank you, Yup Beer. Yup Beer. Well, I'm on uh, another Yonder. The last one I had was a Yonder as well. Was it? There's all sorts of And this is a uh, uh, foraged elderflower IPA, 6%. And I tell you what, it tastes amazing. Isn't so it? thank you, Yup Beer. Can I drive it? Can you I can. drive on that one? Don't worry about my slapper. Yeah. Yeah. I'm double jabbed. Oh, I'm not. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Oh, God, you can taste the elderflower in that one, can't you? Ooh, 6%, yeah. that's like boys' beer. Compared to yours. Yeah. Anyway, evening Flocker fans. Evening Flocker fans. So oh. Don't forget about Yup Beer, our new sponsor. Yeah, best discount code I've ever had, that. Off the Cuff 12. So oh. use that when you get your first case of Yup Beer. Yes. Seriously, actually is, truthfully... It is good beer. Worth the money, it's yeah. excellent, isn't it? This is Norwegian. Oh, this oh, is Somerset. I'm going to have to research this one because it's got Sleeping Village Brewery and it's got a picture of a shed on fire. Mm. There must be some deep meaning to that one. Anyway, get onto the Yup Beer website and Philly Boots. Oh, anyway. Oh, this is lovely. There's been a, bit, a lot happening. I feel a bit naked tonight. Uh, I'm sorry? I feel a bit naked. No wonder. Something's missing. Oh, what? Your Blue Line Tactical onesie? Oh, God. No, yes, don't forget Blue Line Tactical. Flockers 10. Yeah. Discount code for apparel, hats, baseball hats, t shirts, hoodies. We're going to be bigger than the Blue Light card at this rate. Oh, absolutely. Never have so many discounts being bought in one place. Yeah. And the, the, and the clothing fits perfectly. Good quality. It's very good, thank you. I like the feel of it, don't you? Yes, it's very nice. Blue Line Tactical. Is there room for two of us in this? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said to my wife. <laughs> After 8%, it feels like a good idea all yeah. of a sudden. I said that to my wife when she brought a mate round. Did you? Is oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he wasn't very nice. No, but anyway. It wasn't. So no guest tonight, folks. Well, we were going to have a guest, weren't we? Yeah, he's, he's cancelled on us, hasn't he? But, yeah, but, but he's a very busy man. He is a busy man, but he's going to be a good guest. He would be a good guest. And he's not police-connected. Well, not in the traditional sense, no. No. I think there's been a connection with the police previously. Mm. But yeah, oh, a lot's been happening in the world. Mm. I've had a bit of an issue with my koi carp. Uh, yes. Kevin. Kevin. What's Kevin been doing? Kevin's been a very naughty boy. So uh, I bought Kevin a couple of months ago, and he's been swimming around with Tudy Yuda, your ex-fish, yeah. and two shabumpkins, uh, shabumpkins, uh, a couple of other random goldfish, happy as a lamb. So I thought, more two gold north and what i really wanted was a couple of tench but they sold out a green tench so sorry about the non-fish minded people listeners and viewers but um tench is a nice slimy little fish known as the doctor fish That's right um uh, because allegedly when uh, fish get injured or get you know bits of cuts or something they rub up against the very slimy tench, and it gives them a coating that helps heal their wounds, hence the doctor fish. So I went, I went to the garden centre, which sells these fish locally, and uh, there was some golden tench there. Mm. Not only that, but they were half priced. Two quid each. Not very big, but hey, size isn't everything. So I bought two golden orbs, two golden tench, and two mirror carp. Never seen faster fish. Very fast fish. Uh, put them all in the pond, 24 hours later, no golden tench. Oh. So, lifted up all the rocks, all the lilies, lifted them up, weren't they gone? And they definitely weren't in the pond, they haven't been sucked up in the uh, pond filter. And it turns out, Kevin is firmly in the frame as being a cannibal. Oh. And will eat small fish, little bastard. 
Sorry about that, listen. Yep, sorry. It's a sad story. It was, yeah, it was. Mm. I know, and sorry, if there's any children listening that have spontaneously burst into tears, then uh, I'm ever so sorry. For, about, for the what, for the language or the story? All of it. Mm. But hey, how about the new sound quality? Well, Our anonymous uh, gentleman, the ex-cop with the big sign business in, where I, is it? All. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's all. There's no H. Oh, all. Oh, all. Yeah, all Kingston Rovers. Um, yeah, he, he said that we're not, that we don't appear to be that anonymous. He, well, well, he said something along the lines of uh, the thought that goes into keeping guests yeah. anonymity. Because no one is ever going to guess who he is, he, uh, is he? The yeah. ex-cop that's got this big so, sign business in, all. in Hull. There's loads of them, isn't there? Must be loads yeah, of them. Loads. Yeah, loads. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll get him on. We'll definitely get him on. Shall we? Can we get him on now? I think well, so. Yeah, it probably wants to be remain anonymous, won't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. Mm. Uh, Should we get some policing stuff then? Could do. We've had some more contact with the police this week. Well, we've had several contacts with the police, in fact. Uh, we have. Some interesting stuff. Mm. Um, but I'm a bit miffed. I've had to put in a complaint. Against? Uh, against Nottinghamshire Police. Not Notts Police, sure. The whole of Notts Police oh. I've got oh. a complaint in. <laughs> so... Um, Go on, tell I'm sure Craig happened. will be contacting me soon. Yeah. Um, uh, so what happened is that um, we had the misfortune of one of our vehicles, very unusual, failed to proceed, as Rolls-Royce put it. Mm. So it failed to proceed at the roadside, just outside of a uh, little village outside of where we are, obviously somewhere in Devon and Cornwall. Yeah. And um, so we left it off the road. Some people call it abandoning it, <clears throat> but I like to feel that it was left secure, off the carriageway, in a safe place. Okay, um, but knowing how some people can be about vehicles that have been left there for a little while, mm -hmm. I thought I know what I'll do. I'll ring Notts Police Control Room so you get through on one hundred and one. Then you select what you want, Lincolnshire. I don't know why I chose Notts Police. Well, obviously, yeah, uh, but I did. Yeah, and um, I got this very helpful. Well, what I thought at that point was a very helpful control room operator. And I explained the uh, the situation that we had left this vehicle safely off the carriageway, on the verge, outside this little village, not secure. far from here, secure. But knowing how they can attract the attention of ne'er-do-wells and that kind of thing, or if there was any issue, here's our contact numbers. Please don't hesitate to give us a call if you need anything needs resolved. Yeah, and we've arranged recovery for it. Uh, we so had arranged recovery for it. We will collect it shortly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So bugger me if... When uh, the uh, the breakdown uh, agent went up to the vehicle to collect it, well, even yet, actually rang me up because crash went with him, mm -hmm. crash from the yard, uh, and um, sorry about that. And then he rang me about half an hour later. It should have only taken them ten minutes to find the vehicle. Yeah, we can't see it. And I thought, oh, for God's sake, the you know crash and this other lad who's just clearly just driven straight past it. Yeah. Right, so. Retrace your steps. It's going to be at the side of the road. You can't miss it. It's, it's up in this in DPD colours. You can't miss it. Yeah, no, it wasn't there. It will be. Just go back. It'll be there. Just drive slowly. Ten minutes later. No, no sign of it. I thought, oh, God. It's been stolen. It's been bloody stolen. Well, they'll have a job, though, because it's broken now, hasn't it? Well, yeah. So, perhaps towed away. So, I rang Nottinghamshire Police, and the, um, uh, the operator was very helpful, and they said that it had been recovered because it was causing an obstruction. So... To whom? Uh, to other road users. Right. Apparently, um, heavy goods vehicles are having to swerve around it. <laughs> right. You can picture it. Oh, They're yeah. doing it all the time, aren't they? Oh, yeah. they? They don't notice something after a long straight with reflective red and white stickers all over it the size of a three and a half ton van. They don't notice it, do they? Until the last so minute. So till, till the last... 10 feet, then they have to swerve round it. Yeah. yeah. This vehicle that's off the carriageway, not in a dangerous position. Yeah, I'm having to swerve round trees at the side of the road all the time. Mm. So I can understand it. So um, uh, I said, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because I took the trouble of phoning in. Rather wish I hadn't now. Mm. Um, but I did phone in and I did explain that we're just down the road. And if there was any issues with the vehicle, we could have been out there in 10 minutes. Um, and it appears that you've had it recovered by a firm based in Huffweight, which is not some considerable distance away from where the van was. Mm. It would have taken, no doubt, 
about an hour for recovery to sort itself out and pick up our van. Whereas, had they rung us, as I'd asked them to do, if there was any issues, maybe 10 minutes. Mm. So, so, so we've told him the van's broken down and we're going to sort recovery out. That's it. It's off the carriageway. Yeah. It's not in a dangerous position. Yeah. And um, it's all in hand. Yeah. And some may do well. Well, I think the blame doesn't lie necessarily with the officer. Although there's, there's an element of blame, I think. So PC, whatever her name was, uh, rang me up and said, I understand you've got a bit of a problem. I said, well, I'm disappointed um, that having specifically left off, well, I wasn't told that. But nobody from the control room said that I've been in contact and that if there was any, no, 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 at all. So the long and short of it is, she'd formed, her opinion was that it formed an obstruction and there was a wheel, wheel on the carriageway. Well, I don't know, it's possible that she'd been drinking some double gardening <laughs> and may have been mistaken. But perhaps it's a judgment call. And I'm not going to criticise that officer because they formed a judgment that it needs recovering. My issue is, I have specifically rung up. And so, so, you know, an incident should have been created to say that there is this vehicle at the roadside, these are the contact details for the keeper, any issues, give them the bell. They seem jolly nice fellows and would doubtless be very keen to sort out any issue post-haste. And of course that didn't happen. This, this officer was left thinking that, um, well, obviously it was a little too complicated for them to do like a keeper check or on, you know, on PNC, who keeps it, this well-known local hire company. Or check any incidents. That, Indeed, uh, yes. Which, which sadly there are quite vehicle. a few with us. Uh, yes, yeah. quite a few. Um, and our phone number's not a state secret, is it, to be fair? No. So, had that, uh, a mild criticism of that officer, and I think an, a learning opportunity for them would be, why don't you just ring up the person that it's registered to? And what, what did they concede when you made the complaint? Did they concede that there was a learning Well, indeed. The, uh, when the, the control room rang me back subsequently and said they had identified a learning opportunity. Oh, very good of them. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah. Is is mm. what I would say. So you've recovered it now at our, no doubt at our cost. Uh, that's right. Oh, so great. That was that was good of them then. One hundred and fifty pound a day plus fifteen. One hundred and fifty pound a day. One hundred and fifty quid, I think it is, plus yeah, fifteen pound a day. Mm. So uh, the result of my complaint is that I was given an email address for the person who uh, who sorts out the recovery for Knox Police Wayne. And I've had to email Wayne today, expressing my disappointment and surprise. I used to work with Wayne. Did you? I did. Did you? Was he PC? Mm. Was he? Mm. Is he a civvy now? Yes. Perhaps you ought to get him on. Yes. And explain why the fuck you know. With having to cop yeah. for a recovery. Well, I don't think it's fair. It's not not when we've paid for recovery to go out, well, I know. to collect it, and it's not there. Yeah. Having told them, we've sorted out great expense. Yes. Could be only used the best. Anyway, where is it now? Two members of staff. It's in bloody Huffway. Is it still there? Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, because unfortunately, the recovery agents now can't get back times to it. three weren't able to get back to it today, thereby incurring us a further probably fifteen quid. So it's a bit of a debacle, isn't it? And so, That's so I don't know. But, but I mean, poor communication is blatant incompetence. That is. Insane. Yeah. And I was disappointed with the PC that perhaps didn't. You know, whilst they were sat at the roadside waiting for an hour doing mm. bugger all, it would have been nice had they thought to mm. check PNC for the keeper and perhaps do the perhaps 30 second inquiry to give us a rain mm. and like we'll sort it out and then you can get on with your shit domestics, you can get on with dealing with all the reports to PSD hate, about why you hate crimes engaged with bullshit police and the all thought, of these things. Yeah, the thought police. We're, we're going to come on to that in a minute. Oh, do you remember the um, do you remember the lad that hired the car and was working in Birmingham and then got his mate to drive it because he was uh, he was uh, intoxicated. That's right. No, wasn't he? Uh, wasn't he? Uh, doesn't one call them smackheads? Uh, well, well, I'm not sure if he was that. But anyway, so he. Uh, this is another complaint that I had to make against. Uh, I think it was Staffordshire Police. So I got a phone call at two o'clock in the morning. Staffordshire police. What have yeah. they ever done to you? I got a phone call at two o'clock in the morning. They'd stopped uh, one of our hire cars being driven by a certain individual, and the passenger was bladdered. Oh, that's it right. was the passenger that had hired the vehicle yeah. and then let his mate drive. So, his, so one is his mate wasn't insured. Two, it's technical twop because yeah. we wouldn't give him consent to drive it. Yeah. And they were going to rust proof the vehicle because clearly the lad that was driving it had got no insurance. 
and that that would be correct he wasn't insured to drive the vehicle because we've not given him consent to drive it and we haven't insured him so they can deal with him for that what so what do you think the police were going to do with the car well they could just take it like we always used to do take it back to the local nick stick the keys at the front counter come and collect it mate at your leisure or could they even park it up on the street where they'd stopped it if it was... Well, the trouble is, though, isn't it? If they'd have parked it up on the street, just like our van, somebody would have said, oops, causing the obstruction, and they'd have recovered it. Ah, uh, well, anyway. So I say to the police officer, that's brilliant, mate. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll knock your statement out. Do you want to send me an MG11? And I'll, You what? I'll send me an MG11, mate. I'll just, I'll just knock one out for you about him not having consent to drive it and no insurance, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, okay, mate. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna uh, we're gonna seize your car. What are you seizing the car for? Cause it's got no insurance. I think you'll find the vehicle has got insurance. Yeah. Because it's on our fleet policy. Yeah. So it can be parked there. So as it, long as it's back. Yeah. It is insured. Yeah, well, he's not insured to drive it. Yeah, no, he's not. But yeah. that doesn't mean the vehicle's not insured, does yeah. it? You can deal with them. No, I'm gonna recover it. What? So I have to pay for recovery. Yeah. Why would you do that? Because. Why would you punish uh, me? What, what, with yeah, my what, insured what, car. What have I done wrong? Well. Operation Rough Proof, or is it one two? Is it one one six one two six one six two? I can't remember. One six five. Oh, I can't remember what it is now. It's one of those. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the, the power to seize a vehicle for no driving license, no insurance, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. No, I made my decision. Um, I'm having it recovered. At my expense. Yeah. What? Well, why? Because that's what the law said. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's not on the insurance. It's, it, you know, it's not. That's not the spirit of the of that legislation, is it? The spirit of that legislation is to get. Uninsured, shit motors, pool cars, organised crime. It's to get them vehicles off of the road, isn't it? Yeah. Not a legitimate business owner who's had some snaff, let his mate drive the vehicle, yeah. who's now not insured. Absolute no fault of their own. Yeah. So, sorry mate, I'm having it recovered. Yeah, but can't, why don't you just park it up, leave it where it is, and take the keys to your police station, and I'll call and collect the keys with my ID, all the documentation. No. I've, I've organised recovery, you know. Don't tell me how to do my job. I'm like, I think it's pretty, I think I it's like, blindly obvious that someone needs to tell uh, yeah. him how to do his job. So, of course, we, we cop for that one as well. No, and no, and there's no. just no reason to do it at two o'clock in the morning. And I think some, some people that take on the uniform lose the ability to then think independently. They're given these yeah. regulations, they're given these things to enforce, but they 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 are singularly incapable of actually just thinking realistically about a given situation. Yeah, and it's disappointing, isn't it? Because I would expect better of people mm. in those circumstances. And what I or my yardstick is always: if this happened to me in these circumstances, mm. how would I want it to be dealt with? Only a fucking idiot would deal with it like that. I know, wouldn't they? And so, why sign up to? Having that label, it's just disappointing. Mm. I'm spending a lot of time disappointed. Yeah, you need to discipline your disappointment. That's a good saying. I, I teach so. my kids that. Discipline my disappointment. Discipline your disappointment. I don't know. Mm. Is disappointment always a bad thing? I don't know. Mm. So yeah, that was that was rather frustrating. And we've had some we've had some shit service from the police. We've had some twocks and we've had a stolen vehicle. And yeah, we've had some we've had some crap. aggravated. Twocks. Remember that PCSO that found our van. The, that had been nicked, uh, they found it in Furthermore, didn't they? And they yeah. found that by good old fashioned trawling around the streets, bloody yeah. looking for it. Yeah. That was epic. That was brilliant. Yeah. Was that, who was it that found that? Yeah, can you, it, I can't remember the name of the piece I saw it found it. There was, well, there was two, weren't there? But, so from that offence, that was, that was given to the cops to deal with them because in the vehicle was a forward facing. Yeah. Uh, track and dash cam yeah. which the offender ripped off the screen and yeah. in doing so videoed himself yeah. clearly driving the vehicle yeah it, it, it could only possibly be from a certain type of community yes yes but he didn't have a he didn't have a, a caravan attached to the van that he just stole no, he, no he was going to attach a caravan know, to at some point anyway so quite clearly identifiable yeah. from the video footage yeah. Uh, well we sent done. it. Into, we sent it. We downloaded it. Sent it into the cops. We even recorded it on our phone off the uh, off the computer, yeah. and, and WhatsApped it in. Sent it all in, yeah. and identified. Yeah. I guess what happened to him? Yeah. Uh, nothing. Yeah. Sold all. So, uh, back in the day, mm. it's difficult to you know when you had your cape and your 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 lantern, whistle, yeah, and your little wooden truncheon. 
given that level of information, would you have taken any action today? Do you think he might have been down that certain road where all those caravans are that day looking for that them? nanosecond? Yeah, we know where it is. Yeah, I mean, that's like well, you know the name like... of the person, and obviously, no one in the community down there is ever going to ever have heard of that person. Never heard of him, sorry. Honestly, you cannot. It's very disappointing. I can't believe you know, you know back in my day you'd have been fighting, you'd been chomping at the bit to yeah. get down there and lift yeah. him. Well, it's a it's a yeah. I mean, uh, red inker. Yeah. Unbelievable. Disappointed. It's very disappointing. But anyway, so apart from that little um, mishap with the van that's just been recovered, yeah. that we were going to recover anyway. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've been all right for a while, haven't we? Touch wood. We've not had we've had very little hassle. Mm. Been all right down the yard. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Somerset, Somerset took a very nice picture of the yard, didn't they? And the office. Yes. Yeah, who was that? Was it the sign man? I think it was the <laughs> sign man, the anonymous ex-cop from Hull that's yeah. got the big sign business. Yeah. He, he got it all in It's all in there. It was um, uh, the Tenko hut. The Tenko hut. And they had the, uh, well, she's still here now, trying to get the, the lap dancer and pole dancer in the office. Yeah, yes. Not suspiciously like Umberto Bongo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not too sure about that. Is it objectifying the, the female sex? Yeah. Talking of. Um, well, I didn't say it was female. No, you didn't actually. It yeah. might not have been. No. Well, who, who, who am I to assume that the sex of that poor dancer? Yeah, who are you assuming? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that brings yeah. us on nicely, doesn't it? Stereotyping. That brings us on nicely to, to the. Well, assuming I have no idea what you're talking about. The next thing that uh, we're going to make an assumption about, or people that make an assumption about, I love Bullshire Police, you know. Mm. I think it's great. We should get them on the podcast, shouldn't we? God, that'd be really good. Um, that would be good, wouldn't it? Do you think they'll come on? I don't know. It would be great be to nice. get Bullshire Police on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of speculation mm. as to where they're from. A bit uh, like us. Yes. <laughs> yes, down the yard. Anyway. And it's interesting, isn't it? What? Bullshire Police. Well, what do they do? All right. Tell our listeners and viewers what do they do. Well, you, you try if to try and understand the UK police service as it is now. When you go through um, joining processes, um, certain types of exams for promotion, you are uh, you are placed into a, a, a fictitious scene, which is often called uh, Westshire Police. Yeah. And you deal with a, a range of normal everyday policing issues like dog shit, um, noisy neighbours, yeah. Um, yeah. kids, at, kids, kids at kids at um, you know supermarkets and hanging yeah. around um, shopping complexes and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So you deal with all those you know, neighbourhood type policing problems that you're faced with in, in, in this Westshire uh, constabulary. So Bullshire obviously is a, uh, a fictitious um, policing area yeah. within the UK. Yeah. Uh, it's got a coast. Um, I think it's got a, an, uh, an air service. It's got, it's got a bit of everything. It's got a bit rural. It's got metropolitan areas yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And so it's, it's quite a satirical yeah. um, parody. Parody, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But the thing about bullshit police is they are so on point. They're razor sharp. They are sharp as a tack, aren't yeah. they? I mean, the minute something happens in the UK. It suddenly happens in Bullshot. I mean, the, the chances of the two things happening. I know, it happens there on a regular basis. It's crazy. Two or three times a day. <laughs> it's crazy. And crazy. it's interesting, isn't it? Because the, uh, there's a couple of chief constables that, um, that uh, chip in. There's uh, yeah. Nick Adderley. Yeah. I, I know. All right. You, yeah, all right, Nick, he's not always been my best mate. Um, well, you can't be everybody's cup of tea. No, that's answer. right. And, but he seems a decent egg, mm. to be honest. Old Haddock reckons he's all right. Bonheur. Uh, sorry? Bonheur. Oh, well, we, maybe, mm. c'est tellement. Uh, alors. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and, and he, he's got himself a Bullshire mug. Mug, yeah. Did my mug come from Bullshire? Yes. I used to be a police officer, but now I'm happy. happy. Yeah, yeah, it's a Bullshire mug, yeah. Um, I've got one that says, um, I'm people intolerant. Have you? You've got one, though? Yeah. I wonder what it was. Yeah, that's at, at home somewhere, yeah. Yeah. Um... I'm not. I'm just snuff intolerant. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, not all forces seem to support bullshit police. Because it's a bit of a laugh, isn't it? Well, it's a bit of a laugh at the expense of anybody that's over the rank of inspector. Yeah, and what's wrong with that? <laughs> and Chief Constable Nick Adderley, he's a man with broad shoulders, isn't he? Mm. So he can take it. Mm. And he sees the funny side. 
and he realised that it is all true. I think that's the most wounding thing, mm. isn't it? That all the the things that they say are by and large pretty well yeah. bob on. They are brilliant. So if you haven't if you if you haven't found Bullshire Police, oh, get on it. Get on away. it. So on Facebook, Bullshire Police. On uh, Instagram, Bullshire Police. Get on it. They are brilliant. So loads of merchandise that you yeah. can buy for your mates. Some really good stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so some forces now they're they're, they're a bit bit anti bullshit yeah. police. Well, Nottinghamshire police for one. Mm. In fact, Bullshire police have, have created a map, uh, and it shows predominantly pro bullshit police mm. forces, well, which is the majority. Non non commenting. Yeah, that's right. Ah, that's pro in my book. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, and there's about I think there's about ten forces. Although interestingly, actually, uh, you can't use the word force now, can you? Uh, no. Although interesting, PSD in their message on the land to local officers in Newark, they used just that term, force, which I thought was interesting. Mm. I think they need. They, I, I've identified a learning opportunity. Yeah, well PSD. done. You spotted that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and they've told officers, haven't they, that they should not engage mm. with Bullshire police. Yeah. I wonder where that came from. Now that's interesting. It, for, 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 for several reasons I find that interesting. So, you should not engage with taking the piss out of your bosses. Mm. Oh, right, okay, so what crime am I committing there? What mm. disciplinary force? And they allude then, after saying not to engage, with officers commenting on this site, or making comments in, 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 in response to articles, uh, have got themselves into trouble and in some cases face dismissal. As a result, oh, have they now? Oh wow, have they now? Um, but interesting, an interesting twist on that one now is that I see that um, uh, Craig Guildford has uh, shown some support well, for Bullshit Police. Well, or somebody called Craig Guildford on Facebook has. Well, exactly. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I am a little concerned about the fact that is is. Have you seen the picture that <laughs> yeah. he's using? His profile picture of Craig Guildford. Yeah. It's fantastic. Well, what appears to be a lady in American cop uniform with enormous breasts, mm. with busted well, you say, the front you, of her t-shirt. You say a lady. Well, it may, Who are you may to well not be. I don't know what Craig that, looks like. that individual. I don't know what he looks like. Mm. And if he is the chief constable of Nottinghamshire Police, fair play to you, because he seems now to be engaging with bullshit uh, and apologising for the actions of his team. Mm. So perhaps there is light at the end of the tunnel. So let's just talk about that for a second then. So what do you think about cops comment, com, commenting on Bullshire Police posts on social media? Well. Do you think that being a police officer, well, well being a police officer, you do give up certain, um, certain rights, don't you? Well, I think if you identify yourself as a police officer, you, well, or you'll, you'll, you do, you do give up certain rights as a, as a police officer. I mean, you are, like, like we said on the last podcast, you're also bestowed with certain powers and privileges. Mm. That you do give up, uh, you do give up certain rights. But do you give up the right to the freedom of speech on a fictitious yeah. police parody parody site. social media site? Do, is, that, is that right? Do, how far? How far how far do you have to say somebody goes giving up their rights? I know. I think we're looking at a step too far. Hmm. And I don't know whose uh, hymn sheet they're singing from when they are making these observations. So do you think you'd be... So are you allowed to look at it still? Oh. Dare you click on it? Well... Or I'll, the old thumbs up like? Yeah. Or, just a laughing, or a laughing emoji, are you then yeah. engaging? Just because they're taking the piss out of the diminutive yeah. stature of the superintendent from London who keeps on referring to, I want to get back to fucking London, <laughs> where's me barra? <laughs> it's great, it's so funny. And only a bloody idiot would take offence, wouldn't they? Uh, yeah. Sadly though, we have, do have plenty of bloody idiots in available, yeah. uh, almost... Uh, I'm flabbergasted as to how far this woke, this uh, hashtag... Uh, and we will continue to uh, to do so. Isn't it disappointing? We, we are... Mega woke. Absolutely living in a world where we have 
undoubtedly lost the freedom to talk yeah, about certain but, issues. But, we're, but the, see, the, the, the irony about it for me is that, that we're now living in a world that's almost more fictitious than actually what Bullshire Police is. Well, because you haven't the you're having your free you almost your freedom of speech and thought removed from you before it's even happened. And why are we here now in the way that we are if it wasn't for the freedom of speech that we had to get here? And yet we're being denied the very thing that should which has opened our eyes to the injustices in this world. Yeah, God, that, that was quite eloquent. That. It was quite eloquent. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know what I meant. Eight percent. I know it's bloody strong, but honestly, it's really good. Um, it's so, going to be a quick drive home. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, crikey, yeah. <laughs> I know, I've, I've, I've known more six cans. <laughs> really yeah. So I, th I think that, um, you know, this big brothery, you know, 1984 Orwellian yeah. type thing is just... I'm feeling a bit uneasy about I, it. I, I'm feeling very I think uneasy. that's why Craig has come out and... and what, has he? Well, not in that way. Oh, well, sorry. sorry. In a, if that is his profile <laughs> picture, then obviously. Um, but I think he's come out and, and, and he's prepared to say, like Nick Adderley, come on, boys, girls. Guys. It's it them's these all of those. It takes a long time to describe people now, doesn't it? <laughs> let's let's keep a lid on it. It's all gone a bit far. Rain it in a bit. Mm. Nice to see. Yeah. I emailed PSD the other day. Oh, yes. Yeah, from Fluckerleaks. Yeah. Um, and I asked them about uh, how do they feel about uh, Chief Constable Nick Adderley endorsing bullshit police whilst uh, PSD it was a bit naughty really because I was quoting what they had written on the land for local officers to read um, uh, why why they were taking this approach mm. and you know was it a uh, was it uh, you know us losing our freedom of speech I, I'm still awaiting a reply oh right maybe you should uh, email back and ask them for an update I will well I, I, I'll ask them why it is that their chief constable and, and they well, apparently, uh, and they're not. Hmm. You could complain about not having a response to your email. I could complain, couldn't I? Hmm. I think that'd be grounds for a complaint. Hmm. Yeah, unless they suggest it was malicious. Well, it's not, is it? We're very pro police here. Oh, we are pro police. But we're not, we're not averse to taking the piss now and again. So anyway, so talking about freedom of uh, thought, expression, speech, and all that kind of stuff, we uh, one of our um, um, Flocker Flocker fans. Uh, what do we call him? Something the mayor? Which one? Oh, Freedomair. Uh, Freedomair. 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 Sent us a link to a uh, another podcast. Yeah. Which I can't remember the name of that podcast. But that's next cop, isn't it? So, so this this podcast, they're in they're interviewing the next cop. Oh, right, it's not his podcast. No, no, it's not his podcast. Uh, no, he, so he owns a company that works in Immingham Docks. I think his name was Harry. And he's an ex-cop. Printing company. Eh, what? Not a printing company. No, what did I say? No, he just said he works in Immingham Docks. Oh. Was it to do with fish or something? Or? I don't know. Just, mm. He employs about 90 people, works in Immingham oh, Docks. Nice mm. then, so he's out shopping with his missus yeah. uh, in Tesco's. Yeah. And he gets a phone call from Humberside Police. Oh. Uh, wanted to speak to him about an offensive tweet that he's made. Oh, really? And he says, oh, sorry, I, I can't remember. Can you explain to me what, what the tweet was? Anyway, it was about this tweet, and it was a... Uh, he'd tweeted a limerick. Oh, that was it. The complaint, the complaint was from somebody down south who'd seen the tweet who said that his place of work in Immingham Docks was not safe for transgender people. Uh, uh, oh, was this someone that worked for him? No, somebody from down south. They were concerned that his place of work in Immingham Docks was not safe for transgender people. Oh, so he okay. said, well, I, didn't, I'm, I'm, I don't think I employ any transgender people. So yeah. how has it been deemed unsafe? Yeah. Oh, it's about your tweet. What tweet? Yeah. Well, this tweet, he said, I can't remember it. Anyway, you've, you've tweeted a limerick. I don't write limericks. Well, it's definitely a limerick. Well, I'm, I must have retweeted it then. Well, yeah, you've retweeted it. Right. So retweeted a limerick, which apparently is harmful to transgender people, which he was unaware of, that it would be that harmful. It was just uh, something that he retweeted. So he said, look, to the cop who, who ran, it was PC Gull, apparently. PC Gull, you're going to get it. Anyway, so um, he says, have I committed a crime? Uh, no, you haven't committed a crime. So what were we having the conversation for then? Hang on, do you think we ought to explain for our viewers and listeners around the world 
what a limerick is. Uh, yeah, it would go along the lines of Old MacDonald had a cow, he also had a duck. He put them on the mantelpiece to see if they would something like that. Yeah. And so it's like a little jokey poem. Yeah, mm. like a poem, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I thought I'd explain yeah. that. Yeah, because thank you. There will be people think there will, are they people that chop down trees. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get this from? I don't know. It's so strong. This beer is great. I wish anyway, I had more. anyway, carry on. So, so he says, "Well, what have I committed a crime?" No, you haven't committed a crime. So, what have this conversation for? Uh, because of, you know, it's been it's been deemed that your your retweet might be perceived as being harmful. Okay, so I've not committed a crime, so why do we need to have this conversation? Well, we need to assess how you're thinking. Ooh. Oh, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, hang on a wow. minute. That was so big in my train here, right? The, the, so Humberside Police yeah. need to assess me yeah. on how I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, that takes That's a, a new whole role, new isn't level. Because you've got response, haven't you? You've got neighbourhood policing. You've got a bit of soft coat. That's all civilian now, though, isn't it? You've got all the Gucci outfits like you with all the gel. You've got dog handlers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to get another one on, don't we? Um, where, where's the, uh, where are these psychologists sort of thought police type people? Where, where, where do they get trained? I don't know. Maybe it's university. Oh, do you think so? Is it part of the degree course now? I don't know. I should know, shouldn't I? It's naughty, really. Well, it is, isn't it? Now he said, didn't, "What did his response? Something along the lines of, have you, have you, have you read 1984 by um, George, George Orwell? Yeah, it, it's a, it, it's a book on dystopian yeah. um, tyranny type. It's not a policing manual. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and not, did the officer engage with that? I, I don't think he knew what it was. No, he had nothing. So uh, I need but, to check your thinking. I need to check your thinking. But when you look at some of the things now that you see in the media, how the police are interacting with certain groups, you get that feeling it's it's more of you know it's almost like the um, you know back in like the, in the fifties and the sixties how the um, how the government were really concerned about the Young Communist Party and um, yeah. you know the the, the really left wing yeah. left wing socialists and all that and they 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 deployed you know agents didn't they. They had they recruited agents because they were concerned about the that it might gather momentum and we don't want this these these parties getting too powerful. We're really worried about them because yeah. it could disrupt. It it, it, it reminds it's, me of, of like that, that Cold War era, yeah, nineteen eighty four. But I think it's always thing. simmering under the surface, isn't it? You look at um, you look at uh, the terrorism, uh, the terrorism, uh, the way that that's dealt with. And so that they will be looking at individuals who their behaviour mm. and their interactions online, are they leading them towards radical mm. thought? Well, it is so, our special branch. They deal with the um, tree huggers, don't they? Yeah. You know, the, so, but, the, the so, so it's a problem, isn't it? It's a problem that where, where can you draw the line of what? Because a lot of people would think it's fair enough to engage with radical people who want to cause the country harm so where do you stop and that's the worry isn't it take for instance the holocaust and the atrocities that took place in in world war ii with the germans not every german is a bad person so they'll be just like you and i and they'll be getting rolled in the army what what tips them over to the edge to stop acting like you and I. But then again, if you and I were in that position, would we have done the same? And yet we vilify them, mm. and then we, we, we blame them to the point where they haven't had a significant army ever since, in the, in the subsequent 70 years since it's happened. They haven't been able to be a world force in relation to uh, possibly doing good. Mm. So it's a dangerous game to play, this this thought police. Well, it is. You know, monitoring of people who who may or may not do any wrong. Mm. It's a dangerous game. But you know, Hitler when he when he when he came to power, 
you know, he exploited the vulnerabilities of the communities, didn't he? Yeah, he was expert in that. It, it was, it, it was a fantastic public speaker. Well, even even though what he did was completely wrong, and you know, the atrocities absolutely. But you, you watch him deliver a speech. Oh, fantastic. You, you can understand him. how, like how doing a deal. You can understand how, when you watch him, how he convinced the nation. That you, you, could, you cannot, you cannot watch him and not think you wouldn't get behind him and rally with him. Yeah. It, you know, remember Germany was on its knees. And the economy was shafted. They were going nowhere. They were doing not. And he, he I'm, I'm going to change. If he and they day all, one, they all signed up to him. But if he had day one say said, right, tell you what we're going to do. We're going to slaughter millions of Jews, gypsies, gay people. There would have been a lot of people, wouldn't there? That would turn around and go, oh, sorry, old boy, I'm not signing up for that. Yeah, you're a bit below Paul there. A little bit too far, old <laughs> yeah. chap. Better find somewhere else to go. Rwanda or something. Um, so, but these things are chipped away at, aren't yeah. they? So, yeah. ten years later, all of these things start falling into place and people start to think that that is okay and they start to think that that is normal. And so, losing our freedom of speech is a really big deal. It is. And I've got a lot of concern, and I've aired them on many occasions before, haven't I, on our podcast, about the fact that there are a lot of things that we are no longer able to discuss freely without being in fear mm. of being labelled. Yeah. Many things. So, in fact, actually, that, that also leads on to a conversation we've had tonight, doesn't it, with a guy who's come to our, our event. Yeah, that's a nice guy. Yeah. Some Nigeria. Well, but... Well, from, from Holland, Holland, actually. Family from Nigeria. Yeah, so... But he went back to Nigeria, yeah. didn't he? So, Nigerian heritage, born and brought up in Holland, went back to Nigeria for 12 years, then come back to Holland and now lives in the UK. Yeah. So we had a really open and frank discussion with him, didn't yeah, we? It was good, it was refreshing actually, and, and he was like dead chilled about it, wasn't he? Yeah, but see, we were able to talk about slavery and not at no, at no point during that conversation did he, get did, he, did he say, Oh, that's racist saying that. Yeah. That's no, because well, we just had open. Discussing it. Yeah. He was very open and candid. We were very open and candid yeah. about how we felt about it, and, and it was it, it was and very I interesting. Found it very interesting the way that he was talking about um, the way the Brits came in originally to colonise many of the countries around the world. And he, he didn't see that as a bad thing. Uh, well, actually, he was quite positive about he it. He was. Which I was surprised. Uh, yeah, about. I was. Yeah, because he said we didn't. We never had the the education. The structure, the infrastructure, and the technology to discover what our countries perhaps have, you know, that could be harnessed, like petroleum or you know, oil. Uh, Although we weren't or, doing it for an altruistic kind of way, we we, we were doing it for to line our own pockets. But ultimately, yeah. the agreement was after a hundred years, you can have them back. Yeah, that worked out rather well, really, I suppose. But it didn't, though, did it? Well, it didn't really. And that's what, and he said that. Yeah. yeah, and it was down to people being corrupt. Uh, yeah, which I found you know, fascinating listening to him saying. It was, it was an interesting been, twist. There was no blame, was there? No, no blame. Nothing, nothing like that. Other than all accepting that slavery, slavery, slavery was wrong. Sorry, I can't remember the word. It's strong, isn't it's it? Strong. It's strong. It's strong. It's strong. It's strong. Maybe you're going to have to drive me in. It won't have, we can't be a long podcast tonight because we'd never <laughs> make it home, would we? We can't open can't another can. Home. Yeah, like um, mine. Yeah, so it, it was fascinating, and it, and he said that you know that part of him thought that we should have never have left. Well, that was in, that was very interesting. Yeah, because you left under the terms, terms, and then it went just peaked on. Down in. But yeah, bizarre. But he said it, it was like from within, wasn't it? It was from within rather than from without. But he was but, saying that it, it, yeah. his blackness yeah. comes. from from inside him, yeah. not from outside. what you can see from the outside. Yeah. And it was great, it just, everything he said it was, was refreshing. Off. Well it was, wasn't it? it? Because I'm used to a bit more antagonism when discussing difficult subjects like that. Yeah. Even amongst other white folk. Mm. Crazy. It's madness. We need more Samsons to sit down and have a beer with. Mm. In fact, we'll get them on. He was great, wasn't he? Yeah, he had like booming deep voice, didn't he? And he's a big unit. He's well. a big unit. Yeah, yeah. He'd be I mean, you wouldn't want to disagree with him a lot. No, you wouldn't. No, no, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah. But he's lovely. He was, and um, 
he's very, he's quite heavily accented, isn't he? So he would, would, you'd have to slow him down. More so than you. Yes. Well, it says you agree. From the Mendic Hill. Sure, this is. Anyway, this is. Should we call it there? Then we waffle on a bit. Oh, hang on a minute. Right, let's see. Oh, now we're talking about Cressida Dick. Cressida Dick and Ricochet. He's emailed Pluckerleaks. Yeah. Oh, don't forget, guys. If you've got guys and gals, if you've got anything at all, little snippets wise that you'd like us to discuss, please send it through on Pluckerleaks at gmail.com. Apologies to those people that. It went to spam. Oh, yes. Yeah, because I missed one or two. Some quite lengthy ones. And it was a bit embarrassing to realise that I hadn't had the courtesy of replying to some people that had obviously gone to so much effort to, to uh, email us. So apologies for that. Uh, it was a right fluck up. Um, <laughs> but Ricochet's emailed in and he just wanted to make it known, if anybody was in doubt, that it wasn't his lad that shot Geronimo, the alpaca. The poor alpaca. I just replied to him, why did he miss? Is <laughs> Rick's lad in uh, Barham then? Rick O'Shea Jr. Well, Rick O'Shea's not very old, is he? Is he? He's old How old's Rick? He's old enough to be a Barham's cop. Is he old enough to have a lad that's a Barham's cop? Yeah. Is he? Oh. Poor old Geronimo. Anyway, so, yeah, do email us in if you've got any snippets. And what was I think, Crested the Dick? Extended two years? Um, that's a surprise to some people because they believe that she's been involved in cover-ups. Mm. Um, well, I don't know. Mm. I'm not too sure what to make of it. What do you make of Cressida the Dick? I think she's too far in bed with uh, what's his name, the mayor of London. No, I don't think she's that way inclined. I don't, well, no, I don't either. But uh, turn a phrase, old boy, turn a phrase. Oh. Uh, um, who is Maryland? Khan. Oh, oh he's alright. Yeah, Khan, yeah. Is it Sadiq Khan? Well, he's almost blurred into the background now, isn't he? Mm. Almost a bit of a non-event. Pretty Patel. She's been very naughty again. Mm. She might be on last chance saloon. Even for Boris's government, which is renowned for uh, having the back of MPs or advisors who are beyond the pale. Dominic Cummings. He hung on in there, didn't he? With his eyesight issues, driving 500 miles. Matt Wancock. Wancock. So, yeah, I mean, Boris is well known, isn't he, for protecting people. Mm. What's she done? Uh, she's had another meeting now. She's had a big time meeting with British Airways, um, the uh, Heathrow um, Airport Group, some billionaires um, and she's had this business meeting without the obligatory um, uh, members of staff being present with her to make sure there's no shenanigans so you can bet your bottom dollar that in a few years time she's just going to end up on the board of one uh, of those as an air hostess. air hostess yeah probably yeah and having her line her pockets lined by these uh, these people um, so yeah, she's done it yet again, whereby she's been involved in these clandestine meetings with wealthy people with influence. Um, and you've got a question, why? Yeah. Why don't you just follow the rules? So the likelihood is, with the government as it is, that she's going to face no sanction whatsoever. But um, it's a clear breach of the ministerial rules. Um, Ministerial they're alone to themselves, aren't they? They are, bless them. Look, look at them through COVID, with the restrictions. I know, I know. They, they are alone, you know, do as I say, not as I So it's disappointing, isn't it? Disappointing, because I rather thought more of them, really. Well, I had greater expectations of their level of behaviour. So I'm, I'm, again, disappointed, the fact that their, their self-discipline seems mm. to be lacking. No viable alternative, though, that's the trouble. Well, there isn't, is there? There isn't. No. There are no Liberal Party anymore. Mm. There's no Liberal Party. And Labour is in disarray. Disarray, yeah. Have you seen what they've said about uh, what's uh, is it Shakir? Shakira. Shakira Starmer. Yes. The hips don't lie. I need to check this out actually. I'm gonna have to find, ask one of my Arabic uh, friends because mm. I think Shakir. When you say like it, when you say it like Shakir mm. in Arabic, that means uh, tip of the penis. Oh, like no, really? <laughs> they must have a chuckle every time Shakira. he mentioned them. 
Check that. I must, I must get that checked. But anyway, uh, so uh, apparently he's, he's really upset um, because a lot of the Labour Party have uh, made a bit of a joke about him because he's writing some some fourteen thousand word essay, and somebody said, well, "Why bother? No fucker's going to read it." Yeah. Speak <laughs> more language. Yeah. Sorry, that slipped out. Yeah. No fucker. Sorry, no fuckers. Yes, said. that's right. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Easily done. Easily done. Oh, I have enjoyed this evening. Yeah, it's been nice to have a bit of a chat, hasn't it? Probably. Mm. It is, yes. It is nice to be back to that. Um, Especially after three quarters of a can of uh, double guarding 8.2 ABV (laughs) Yup Beer Elixir. Anyway, so are we going to call it a day? It's a short one. I think we ought to, really, because I'm going to start talking bollocks if we carry on any longer. Yeah. Well, more than usual. Anyway, <laughs> so, yup beer. Yup beer. Off the cuff 12. Off the cuff 12. That's, twi- that's 12 quid, quid. Not 12%. No. 12 quid off, off your first, first box case. Uh, beer. Yeah. yeah. Which is normally £30. Pounds. £30. Pounds, and I can highly, well, we can highly it's recommend. Great, and our guest last week who had a can of uh, yup beer. Yeah, that then. double, double something or other. Yeah, that, is it that yeah. Similar, similar to what you're drinking? Well, he'd be crashed into the door on the way out. <laughs> Before he drove, he crashed into the gate on the way out. Yeah, that's right. Typical way, TST. So, yup, and then Blue Line Tactical, don't forget. Blue Line Tactical. Focus 10. Get 10% off your uh, purchase of apparel. Paying for anything at this rate. Hey, Sandwich Guy came in today, didn't he? Oh, new Sandwich Guy. Around the corner. Yeah. Well, that was shouting him. Yeah. It's going to be difficult for him to give us a discount code, though, isn't it? Yeah, I can't see him sending out hot sausage cobs. Hot sausage sausage cobs cobs all over the country. And just the sausage cobs here in this office, Mm. I think it would be. That would be the ideal pairing. Blue line tactical, yup beer, and cobs are us. Sausage bap. (laughs) Story of your life. Anyway, Flucker fans. Anyway, Flucker fans, yeah, we're going. Right, so we're back with a guest, uh, hopefully. Well, hopefully, yeah. Later on. We've lined them up twice now, and they've not turned up, but they are very much in demand, so Mm. hopefully. We'll get them sorted for next week. We'll get that sign guy on. What, the, the, ex, the ex-cop? The one that nobody would have any idea who it is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, he's going to message me later. And he will, won't he? Yeah, yeah, he is, he yeah. is, yeah. I'm ready right. for it, I'm, I'm ready for it. I mean, not, that's not his real name. Hey, mind you, we could do a discount code for any signs. He could do, yeah, he could do, yeah. There must be a big margin on signs. Probably get 90% off. Yeah, and if any of you fluckers know who's running Bullshire... Yeah. yeah, get us get us in touch with them. Yeah, come on. Yeah, because we need them on. The, we we them want on. them on. We yeah. want them on. We could do a Zoom meeting with them, couldn't we? Mm. We could do a Zoom meeting with some of the officers from fucking London. Where's me Barra? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Let's Cheers go, boy. Cheers. Yeah.